Yo, man, what's good, everybody? We back for another one. I called it installment 587. <laughs> Not yet, but just wait on it. Just wait on it. It's on the way. I'm excited for this one. Because it's obviously football season. Americanos, not not the European football. We're we going to get to that in another segment. But with that being said, how y'all doing, man? How was y'all's weekend? I hope it was good. I had a pretty good weekend. All my teams won. Uh, my son won because <laughs> he getting bigger and he finding out how to climb his little happy tail up outside the playpen, which I came home from work. And had to find that out personally. And we that's a whole nother story. But you know what with, with that being said, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of y'all too. Cause y'all still here with me. I'm more thankful than proud. Cause like I said, y'all still here with me. So which means I must not be doing too bad. Let's go, man. Let's talk about it. Okay, what are we gonna talk about? A whole lot of stuff. We're going to start with these upsets, though, that happened over the weekend. Let's get into the top three, man. From three to one. UJ is up first. The dogs are up first. They got the top spot in the, the new polls that just came out earlier today. UGA one, Bama three, Ohio State. I mean, I'm sorry, oh, can't trip. UGA one, Bama two, Ohio State three. Ain't much change except for the size of the chicken wing and the order. What took so long, man? What took so long for UGA to claim the top spot? Now. This is about a respect. This is about respect for me because I get it. You lose 15 draft picks, five in the first round. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. But they need to start putting respect on Kirby name, okay? Because this ain't your Mark Rick's Bulldogs, okay? Kirby got these boys rocking. And one can say Kirby got these boys rocking more so than, than, than Bama. Them teams was rocking way back. Why? No, this is not a direct comparison. Well, it might be. It might be. But simply because that's been the standard for the last 10 years at least. But these dogs are different. Because, I mean, they, like I said, we, they don't have, Ken, what don't they have? Uh-huh. They don't have the, you know, all the receivers, the fancy toys from the receiver position that Bama once had. They getting them, though. They are getting them. This offense is fun to play in. It's fun to be a part of. Yeah, UGA's on another league this year. They're on another playing field. and And I really feel like time that they're on it's just different you know it's different okay Oregon 
smash, they, they smash Oregon. Okay, nobody, nobody expected that lopsided of a score. But it was that lopsided of a score last week. Following week, fast forward. Okay, Sanford Bulldogs, shout out to them. Thank you for showing up between the hedges to play us. That wasn't going to be a game. That was actually a tune-up game. But uh, Sanford's head coach actually gave Kirby his first coaching job at Valdosta State, him alongside with Will Muschamp. So that was special. So I already knew the score was not going to be crazy because of respect. And that goes a long way. That's, that's, that's why Kirby's doing such a great job respect these 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 players these coaches respect him on a level that I just I just haven't seen you know he's taken three star sent him into the league first round draft picks you know it's a few of them he's doing a lot he's doing a lot now this is not the UGA show but let's let's just go ahead and agree that UGA is the best team this year and I don't think it's close I don't think it's close. What about them Tide? The, the Tide. Bama. Alabama. Yeah, well, they didn't do too well this week. Actually, a lot of, a lot of fans probably thought it was going to be just like it was in the 20, 2010 championship game where Alabama played Texas. Okay, Colt McCoy gets knocked out. And me, I, I'm sitting there like, as I'm watching the game, well, back then it was like, okay, oh, this is it. Colt, my boy, is not playing. Garrett Gilbert comes out. And yeah, everybody knows what happened after that. Yeah, they know this was not a reinstallment of that. Texas has some for Alabama on all fronts. Hey, they didn't care how many five stars Bama brought to the table. Line them up. Your 11 against mine. You in our home. You are in Austin. Okay. Yeah, man. It, Bama. Alabama really should have. Would have, could have, should have lost this game. But if you watched it closely like I did. I guess that proves why Bryce Young won the Heisman. Yeah, he didn't really have a spectacular game, at least first half. You know, he, he did his thing second half. He showed up when he was supposed to. That's Mr. Heisman for a reason, guys. And I, that sack he eluded at Blitz, oh, that was on the money. That was on the money. I, I personally really, really wanted Steve Sarkeesian and Texas Longhorns to beat Alabama Crimson Tide, but it didn't happen. But with that being said, that is why the pole voters have Bama number two and Ohio State number three. Yeah. Ohio State looked good, but they ain't they're not the number one team. Bama not the number one team this year. It's UGA. And I really don't think it's close in, in the offense. I know Bama, I'm sorry, UGA plays 
South Carolina this week, you know, against a Spencer Rattler-led Gamecocks team. Usually that's considered a trap game for UGA. That really does not scare me. You know, Spencer Rattler doesn't really scare me. He's really talented. But sometimes talent doesn't always equate to wins and putting it all together. And I just don't think South Carolina has it all together or half of it together. So give me the dogs, man. What, what about all these upsets that happen? Oh, my gosh. What the, man? First of all, Hell Southern. can't even really call it an upset because Nebraska and Nebraska Cornhusker aren't really a powerhouse team anymore and they haven't been in a, quite a while like okay everybody wants to talk about Miami and you being down and coming up but maybe the Florida States you know they've been down they trying to come up but this is another team traditionally used to run stuff run the table especially in the old conference but this is that's no more. Like Nebraska might just be a soccer school now, or whatever, whatever, whatever the hell they 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 play up there. But it ain't football. It ain't football, man. Shout out to the Eagles, man. Of Georgia Southern goes into Link pulls up the upset, 45-42. With the first year head coach Clay Helton, he came from USC. You know that was probably above his jurisdiction. Come play a little small ball, baby. Hey, we love you. We love you down in Statesboro. Great win. What about Scott Frost? Well, I called it earlier in the season. They let him go, man. Scott Frost has officially gotten fired as the head ball coach for the Nebraska Cornhuskers. The guy never had a winning season, man, in like the four or five years he was there. And that's just not going to cut it. Especially when you go from a program, you know, UCF, you know, they did their thing in 2017. And they're actually a solid program, especially when you talk about groups of five and, you know, up-and-coming teams and, and up-and-coming leagues. But, yeah, no, Scott Frost never had a winning season at Nebraska. He never won more than five games. Now, you're supposed to be a legacy. You are a legacy. A national championship winning quarterback for the Cornhusters. Way back when I was, before I was born, or when I was playing with toys like my son is currently now. One of the two. Yeah, yeah, this ain't that. He had an overall record of 16 and 31 at Nebraska. No, that's definitely not going to cut it, especially the money that they was trying to give him. And they wanted to give him. You couldn't win seven, eight games, let alone 10, 11, bump that. You couldn't win seven, eight of them. No. We in week three even lost your job. You can't lose to Northwestern. You can't beat North Dakota by whatever and think that's going to slide. And then the following week, lose to Georgia Southern. Again, equal playing fields, but hey, whatever, man. 
But with that being said, shout out to Mickey Joseph, the first black head coach in sports history at Nebraska. Not just football history. First black head coach in the history of the university. Yeah, that's huge, man. I know no, that's that's I wanna be careful because you know, I'm not too political, but for the sakes of saying, I hope Coach Joseph does a good job. I know he recruiting you ain't listen, you ain't recruiting kids to come play for Nebraska. But maybe he can pull a Mel Tucker or something like that. Maybe he can pull a a Gary Patterson when he was at TCU and win a whole lot of games with less than desirable talent. Maybe he can't. We'll see. I don't know. I do know that App State beat Texas A&M this weekend, last weekend, 17-14. Shout out to him, man. They're the Mountaineers. Everybody been know about App State. Especially since, you know, they went to the big house in 2007 and handed a Lloyd Card Michigan team a major L that shook the demographics of college football. Oh, yeah, no. App State back at it again. Man, Boone was the place to be. Boone, North Carolina was the place to be last weekend, over the weekend. I wish I was there. Belly aching and all that with them boys. Shout out to them. Go App State, man. It gets worse or better if you the Sun Belt Conference, though. Man, the Sun Belt Conference brought in so much money off of upsets this, this week, last week. Man, Marshall beats Notre Dame. Marshall, the thundering herd. Oh my gosh, what? What? How does that happen? How does that happen? Coach Freeman, what are you doing, son? What you got going on? Because it ain't winning. Marshall beat them 21-26-21. Their last win over a top 10 team was 2003 when they upset, I think it was a top-ranked Kansas State team that ended up winning the Big 12 that year. They did it, man. Like, I can't sing Country Roads because I know that's West Virginia's theme song, but I'm, Country Roads, yes. Woo, take me home. Marshall went home with that victory, man, that big old dub and a fat wallet. It was a great day for the Sun Belt Conference, my, my friends. It really was. So many upsets. Oh, and, and it... Shout out to Kentucky, man. I know it wasn't really an upset because everybody was... You know, Kentucky's... Coach Mark Stoops has been a great coach for Kentucky. So it wasn't really an upset. But I... Florida ain't back yet. That's all I got to say. They not back yet. Anthony Richardson... Pump the brakes on that Heisman campaign, okay? You looking real T-Bow-ish. Geno Smith-ish. It's just not a good look. You got to do more than be able to run the ball. You 
got to be an accurate quarterback because you are indeed a quarterback, not an athlete. So I don't know. We gonna see. Florida ain't beating Georgia this year. I can tell you that. I can tell. I can tell you that right now. But with that being said, man, what's up with the big leagues? What's up with the big leagues? Atlanta, what you, what you got going on, man? Like I ain't really trying to talk too much junk about Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, because okay, obviously I live in Atlanta. I live in Georgia. I got a lot of fans who tune in to me. They don't want to hear that, but oh well. They gonna have to hear something because if they if they heard Rotimi drop a hype video for the Atlanta Falcons, then they can hear Kev talk junk. Not future, not not Jid, not not even Andre three thousand. They could have got anybody else, anybody else, and they choose this guy. Well, you know what? It's because of that. I feel like y'all lost the game against the New Orleans Saints. I real did feel like that was the reason. Man, I, y'all was winning the whole game. Pretty much the whole game. Y'all wasn't stopping Michael Thomas. But at the same time, the Saints wasn't supposed to be able to stop Kyle Pitts. And it, he really ain't he really ain't have too much of a showing. If I'm being honest, we Michael Thomas is back. Balling out. Mr. Slantman, Slantman, Slantman. Yeah, that's him. He did a little bit more than that. Hey, we've seen what happened towards the end. Set him up. Two-point game. Some craziness always happens against, the, you know, when the Falcons play the Saints. Man, Jameis Jarvis, a beautiful pass. Sets the Saints up. Field goal. They win the game. 51-yarder. 51-yarder our field goal 27-26 man I know the city was hurt hurt off of that because I was just watching the game and, and I didn't care nothing about either team ain't no my lady is Saints fan but that's a whole nother story about them Cowboys man it was it gonna be the Eagles or the Cowboys this year we know the off the offseason acquisitions that Philly made. We know Dallas didn't do too much. But they still got a great defense, though, for what it's worth. I mean, I watched them the other day. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio. With Tom Brady. Man, Dallas held them boys. Field goal after field goal after field goal. Michael Parsons is that guy. He is as advertised. Demarcus Lawrence is as advertised. When he's on. They was on last night. Problem was, so with the offense. Where the offense was at? Non-existent. And it's going to get even worse. Back out six to eight weeks, man, with a hand injury. I don't know. So whatever, whatever... Outside hope the Cowboys had winning the NFC East this year against my Eagles. That ain't going to happen. That, 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 that's over with. Throw that out. I know we ain't look too great against the Lions. One person did in particular. We'll talk about him in just a second. Yeah, man, if I'm Jerry Jones and if I'm actually trying to win and not just look good, 
for the tabloids. I might just give Cam Newton a call. Cameron, you are online. Whatever. Can you suit up? Can you read the playbook? And can you read the playbook and suit up tomorrow? Because they need you. Because Cooper Rush ain't it. He's not it. I don't know if C.D. Lamb is it either. If I'm being brutally honest. But we'll see. It was just game one. I know I mentioned earlier. Billy's offense looked good. Especially. Oh my goodness. That man A.J. Brown. Man. A.J. Brown had 10 catches. For 155 yards. He didn't score. He didn't score. The Eagles 8-8. I don't know what happened. The boys dropped 38 on the lines. I know it was just Detroit, but whatever. AJ averaged 15.5 yards a catch. Was dragging guys. Like he he was truly a man of amongst boys in that game. And he had a 54 yard long TD. Well, not TD catch, my bad. He didn't score. But uh yeah, a long reception. Man, he had the the best start, best debut, one of the best debuts ever from any player, any team. And it it'd been even worse, nastier. Had he two TD me, please. Give me that. Oh, you too small. You too little. Hey, what about Justin Jefferson though? Another top performer. Big Dog had nine catches, 184 yards, two TDs. Man, <laughs> Justin Jefferson's so good. Hey, young buck, you can greedy all you want. You can greedy from here to the grocery store all the way to the green. Listen, Aaron Rodgers wants you. Hell, Aaron Rodgers wants anybody who can catch a ball and put up more than 50 yards. Because right now, What's going on in Green Bay? Ain't it? Okay, because they got smashed. And I don't know what they're going to do. Tom, I know Tom Brady, he gave the blueprint for getting your money and winning. Rodgers better do something. Because right now, they don't look like they're coming out of the NFC North at all. It's looking like it might be, it might be them Vikings. Because I don't really think Chicago got too much right now. And obviously, we've seen what Detroit got. You know, they're... They're a hard-fighting team, but they, they just, it just ain't it. Well, it's going to be a tough one next week for my Eagles when they play the Vikings, so we'll see. We will see. What y'all think, man? Y'all let me know what y'all think. Who going to do what? Who going to moss who? Who going to be on the next ESPN segment of Come On, man? Or you might find your way on Cam's new segment. What you got going on? I know what I'm finna have going on. I'm finna go watch Russell Wilson play his old team in Seattle. We gonna see. We gonna talk about that one tomorrow. Because I don't know who gonna win. But I feel like, I feel as if I'm gonna go Broncos with that one. I'm gonna go Broncos with that one. It ain't gonna be no blowout game. Because I just, it's just, that's just not what's going to happen. But with that being said, guys, ladies and gentlemen, 
I appreciate it so much. I thank y'all for tuning in. What's your man's? Cam I am Mr. Most Fun himself. Y'all be safe. I love y'all. I appreciate it. I can't wait to talk ball with y'all again on the next edition of I Called It. I'm out.